Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. It's Tuesday, October 5th. I'm Cristina Marujos, and you're listening to the Daily Market Comment Podcast by Mario Sajigiriakos here at XM.com. The world's dominant oil cartel did not accelerate its production increases yesterday, propelling oil prices to new multi-year highs and fanning the flames of the raging energy crisis. With natural gas and coal prices going through the roof lately, crude oil has joined the party in sympathy as power producers look for alternatives. The risk is that this energy shortage will kneecap economic growth by squeezing real incomes for consumers faced with higher electricity bills and simultaneously keep inflation hot by inflicting more damage on struggling supply chains. Central banks cannot fix supply shocks, only governments have the tools to intervene. Subsidies may be the weapon of choice as they would cushion the blow to consumers immediately and negate political turmoil, but that's not a bulletproof strategy either, as it will likely prolong and even exacerbate the eruption in energy markets. There aren't any easy solutions, hence why investors have their finger on the panic button. The unfolding crisis has left its marks on stock markets, with Wall Street closing sharply lower on Monday. What's striking is that tech stocks and semiconductors got hit the hardest, whereas value plays held up relatively well, almost resembling a reopening rotation. This aversion to tech and growth stocks likely comes down to Treasury yields, which refused to play along with the defensive mood and instead ticked higher as inflation worries remained on the radar. Higher yields decrease the present value of future cash flows in a typical valuation model. Admittedly, though, equity markets have been remarkably resilient. The S&P 500 is only 5% away from its record highs, which suggests that dip buyers haven't thrown in the towel yet, despite the escalating risks. Without any positive catalysts on the horizon, this sense of nervousness is unlikely to fade until the earnings season kicks off in two weeks' time, at which point corporate executives will shed some light on the magnitude of the fallout. In the FX sphere, it was a relatively quiet session. The US dollar was relatively stable, unable to capitalize on the uptick in yields or the general risk-off tone. As for today, all eyes will be on the ISM Services Survey for September. It will provide crucial information on the growth outlook, supply chains and inflation, as well as how the labor market fared ahead of Friday's employment report. Meanwhile, in Australia, the Reserve Bank adopted a slightly more cautious tone today, acknowledging the impact that the latest lockdowns will have on the economy. The reaction in the Aussie was muted. The real fireworks might be in the New Zealand dollar early on Wednesday, when the central bank is widely expected to raise interest rates. However, the risks surrounding the Kiwi seem tilted to the downside, as markets have almost fully priced in three rate hikes over the next three meetings, leaving lots of scope for disappointment if the Reserve Bank of New Zealand fails to execute perfectly. Indeed, while the domestic economy is doing phenomenally well considering that it's coming out of a lockdown, the worsening global outlook cannot be ignored for long in a small, export-heavy economy like New Zealand. This was today's Daily Market Comment Podcast. Thank you for listening at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. 
For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.